Yo, what's up, bitch cakes? You on the brain, right? Just loving it. I know. I know. But meanwhile, it's all done. Love McDonald over here. We gotta play some corn. You can't go corn down. And more. Stay tuned, bitches.
contact with a security patrol captain named Kenneth Bianchi, who worked for Wacom Security. We got a magic phone calling here in Washington. We got a guy in custody up here, his name is Kenneth Bianchi. There's lots of things you're telling me that don't really mesh with the total picture that we've created so far. I want to understand something, okay, just between you. Steve was a murderer. 
Detectives, however, were far less easily swayed. Bianchi attempted to get a job with the police force. I love you. 
lucrative career with his cousin. They had two uh, 16 year old girls, Bianchi Brock, born in And they eventually used these two girls as the, the, the core of an outcall prostitution service. These guys were horrible. They terrified these girls. They did take them out to a warehouse to have sex with the group of men that they told were the police. Whether they were or they were not, I don't know. Uh, when one of the girls ran away, they took a cat. They killed a cat and sent it to a box and wrote on it that you're a dead person. They were bad guys. When both girls eventually fled the city, the hillside stranglings began murder and dumping of prostitute Yolanda Washington. Bianchi explained to law enforcement how the crimes had been committed at Bono's house. His house was an old house right next to a car lot. Behind his house was a large former garage that was now his upholstery shop. They took all but Yolanda Washington to that house. Bianchi not only admitted rape and murder, 
but also torture. And he provided the explanation for the marks found on Lauren Wagner's hands. It's not that they can't have 
have sex. It's that the control and domination is all part of what's arousing sexually. Um, and this is certainly the case with one.
question at you. What people think of Hollywood, they think they're like the Walk of Fame and all the like movie stars and mansions and shit. But the little area I grew up in was so like just as rough as any other fucking uh, beat down, poverty driven area anywhere else in the world. You feel me? Like my dad and my stepdad both gangbang. So my whole my whole life growing up, elementary and middle school. My only uh, thought process, like the only thing I wanted in my life was like growing up, like I'm like, I'm gonna join a game. So, you know, two bedroom apartment with 10 people, it's a lot of arguing going on. It's, I feel like it's a lot of money problems, obviously. We all fucking in the two bedroom apartment, obviously, it's not money like that. So, I'm like, I don't wanna be around all this shit. I'm out. I'm gonna go outside.
Like you 18, you gotta go get a job, you gotta provide for yourself. So like I provided for you your whole life and you bad as fuck and you not doing nothing with your life. And I'm like, fuck it, it is what it is. that he wants to get, he spends with his son, and 
it's just it's amazing. It makes me feel so proud that he's breaking the cycle. Um, it's so it's always been so important for me for him to be there. And so it, it's amazing. My grandson's amazing. He's so cute. He's so adorable. I love him so much. Wow. To the restaurant it was like one of the biggest heartwarming feelings that I think I've ever experienced. You feel me? I didn't know that my mom didn't tell my grandma that uh, I was opening a restaurant. So when I was walking upstairs, I told my grandma, I was like, You know, the restaurant is just right. She's like, Yeah, it's a little money still spot. I was like, No, nah, it's my restaurant. She was like, What the fuck? She was like, Why the fuck you ain't telling me? Seeing my mom cry from me doing such positive things is such a big difference. So, Growing up and me making her cry so much from all this negative shit I ever did. So watching her cry and, and it speaks so highly of me and her just looking at her so proud, I, I think that's one of the best feelings in the world. Rapping and getting money, rapping is just getting my foot in the door to really do everything I want to do. I'm a businessman. And one of the main things I always want to do was uh, invest in stuff. That's my first real investment. She's one of the biggest helps. Like she run my merch, she run my whole merch company. So she do all the like legwork for me. So without her, I don't, I don't think I would be able to do it. I'd be too stressed out. So she take she take a lot off my hands. And she's like one of the biggest helps. And since she is running my merch, we get to hang out so much and spend so much time and just conversation. She's like one of the biggest persons. She's like, this channel is part of the history internet.
you to come up missing. And it just sent me into a, just, you know, a rage.
plates of food she brought him always remained untouched. Mighty told her mother they talked about all sorts of things, but nothing in particular. Mr. Gordy this, Mr. Gordy that. 
is the final resting place of James Gordy. Mama, look, Mr. Gordy. So when we pulled up, Heidi automatically said, that's Mr. Gordy's grave. And she went right to it. Out of, I don't even know how many hundreds of them, she went right to it. She knew right where he was buried. The incident posed a disturbing question. How could Heidi have known which grave was his when she... Get $6,895 from this government program. If you don't have a college degree yet, and you want to get $6,895 to help with everyday expenses and spending money, there's a new government program that will give you $6,895. You can use the money however you want. She couldn't even read his name. Father, can you read that to me? It says James S. Gordy. He was born in 1888. He died in 1974. He's been dead for a long time now. Lisa found it hard to accept that her daughter's playmate was dead. But now there seemed to be proof. It left her even more worried than before. What do you think when your child is seeing something that's, that you really can't do anything about? Something you can't even see, you know, or, or you can't even talk to them yourself and say, look, leave her alone or go back to where you came from. When you can't see it yourself, you just, you don't know, you don't know what to do. of crisis, Lisa relied on her close-knit family. Her niece, Kelly Brown, came by for a visit. Pictures of her family. 
She'd like for you to look at and see if you recognize anyone. Take your time. Heidi went through them all, but she came to an old yellowed snapshot of five people. She recognized someone. That's Khan, the one with the blood on his shirt. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure that's Khan? Mm-hmm. It was Khan, the man who had appeared on their doorstep in a bloody t-shirt, his hand in a bandage. Which one did you say was Khan? Lisa. That's him, but his name is Lon. And he's my uncle. And he got his hand cut off when he was a real young boy. Mm -hmm. 